In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein. Your host, Tara Kennedy Klein, is out to dispel that myth of the perfect child and encourage parents to let them out of the box. And this show, and this show is just the place to stand up and shout out that fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. So right now, join the queen of accountability who advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. Here is your host, Tara Kennedy-Klein. Hey, Parent Nation. Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein. I uh, am going to take a break from my normal 10-minute rant about the news for today because we have got such a packed full of amazing people show that I just do not have enough time to... to complain about stuff that's going on elsewhere. But um, today I'm really excited to be bringing to you a panel of speakers from a summit that I am honored to be a part of. Um, It's called the Genius Parenting Summit, or GPS, as I was informed of just a few minutes ago, which is so cool. And what it's designed to do, well, you know what? I'm not going to tell you what it's designed to do because I'm going to let our guests tell you what it's designed to do. But I'm just going to tell you this. If you have a question about how to be present and powerful and excited and motivated about you, what you bring to parenting, this is something that you definitely want to listen into and be a part of because these ladies are phenomenal and they will bring out the absolute best in what you're already doing brilliantly, which I love. So my guests today are Teresa McGuire who is kind of like, this is her brainchild. Teresa's put this whole baby together for all of us. And uh, Julie Kleinens and Lori Petro and Jill Hope. So we have uh, a, a pretty much of a, a person per segment, but what we're going to do is we're going to introduce everybody and we're going to allow everybody to tell us about their message and their brilliance and, and what they bring and what they hope to achieve and what their big dream is. And then we're going to have some conversations about their topics of interest. So it's going to be a really phenomenal show. I'm excited. So I'm going to start out with my girl, uh, Teresa McGuire and Teresa and I just did an awesome interview this morning, which is actually part of the summit. It's actually, it's a bonus actually. So I love being called a bonus, by the way, I, I want my husband to refer to me as bonus, <laughs> but anyway, I'm not going to go there. But anyway, um, Teresa created, um, this thing called access consciousness, their tools. Um, she is a limiting beliefs coach, which is fantastic because I think that that is one of the biggest things that we stumble upon as parents is our own limiting beliefs. Um, she works with women and men to empower them to know that they are the present in their lives. Wow. You know, we're going to go into that too. Her company is called empowered to be you. 
and uh, she does individual coaching and she does group sessions and she does all that stuff. But right now we're going to talk about her Genius Parenting Summit, which is going on from April 15th to the 26th. And um, she is the person who's bringing in all of these visionary parenting leaders to share new ways of parenting and inspire you to raise confident kids. So with that, Teresa, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tara. Thank you so much for having me and um, and my guest today from the summit. And um, I just have to correct one thing. I was not the person who um, started Access Consciousness. Um, that that goes to Gary Douglas, and I need to give him credit for that. But I have trained under um, his system of Access Consciousness, and I use his tools. So I just wanted to clarify that I'm not responsible for that, although his tools are amazing and they are just a part of my life every single day so sweet um, no yeah. worries about that so props out to gary douglas for for you know putting that you know is that something that you use a process is that something that you've adopted your own philosophies and and message around or is I'm, that go ahead Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, you know, the Access Consciousness tools are incredible. And in fact, I have three guests on my show who will be sharing more about some of the different Access Consciousness tools that can be used in parenting. But the philosophy comes from um, empowering you to know what you know and empowering your children to know what you know. So um, I do incorporate the tools into my coaching and into my style and into my life every day. Um, and it, there's there are so many tools and processes that they um, that they share, and I'm super excited because um, a couple of the guests are you know we have a, a one of my guests is Brandon Watt who is going to be talking about parenting um, as a different a totally different dad, and he's going to be sharing. Um, how he does that and how he incorporates the access tools through that. Um, and then another one of my guests, Glenna Rice, is going to be talking about how you can use the question to empower your children. And that is also one of the access uh, tools that they share. And then another one of my guests, Ann Maxwell, she's going to be talking about um, how you can be seen and heard or how you can encourage giving your children permission to be seen and heard in a way that creates choice, and it takes a lot of the stress out of the discipline and the communication. So really excited about the topics they're going to be sharing, as well as all of the other 17 guests, and you're going to hear from three of them today. So we just have an amazing, amazing lineup of incredible conscious parenting visionaries that are going to be sharing their message um, and, and the work that they're doing to make a difference in parenting, making parenting easier and um, addressing a lot of these problems that we hear about every day in the news. Right. Oh, my gosh. And uh, that's the one thing. If I could give a present or a gift to every single parent as soon as their baby's born, it would be the gift of ease. <laughs> Here you go. It was, you know, it's a staples. That was easy button. I would love to have something like that. And it sounds to me like you and your 20 amazing presenters are really uh, a pushing that, that ease button. So yeah, yes, 20 yes, presenters. Tell me a little bit more about what this is going to look like. Well, the, 
um, summit itself runs from April 15th through the 26th, and each day we will have um, two presenters, so two different topics, one at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and one at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And um, it runs the gamut um, as far as topics. I mean, we have topics that uh, talk, you know, from the toddler years all the way through to sending your child off to college, from uh, how to empower them to know who they are so they can make wise choices, to um, creating that uh, feeling of uh, independence and security and creating confidence in them um, so that they can be better equipped to handle things like bullying and make wise choices, you know, all the things we worry about as they grow up, um, really instilling in the children um, how they can actually chart a course for their own life by empowering themselves. Uh, it takes the worry out of parenting when you can start to, to um, guide your children in that way. And so what I love is that all of the speakers that are going to be on this, this summit, they all come from that space of um, you have to get your own inner GPS system working um, mm. in order then to guide and um, empower your children. So, um, you know, another topic we have is on being a leader through example, showing your children how to be a leader. Um, we have uh, the nutrition mom who's going to come on and show us how we can make mealtime easier. <laughs> no struggle, no resistance. <laughs> yes, things we love. Uh, love to be able to implement into our life with ease and harmony um, and how to combat, you know, I mean, actually not to combat, but how to, um, I guess, take the resistance out of parenting. Um, mm, you know, just for me, I love I, that. I have a, you know, I have a 14-year-old, and I just remember as he's been growing up how everybody said, oh, you know, the terrible twos and then the terrible threes. And then you have to do, you know, be aware of this age and this age and this age. And, you know, Tara, I have to tell you, at 14, my son is is so much fun to be around, to hang around with. Um, there's not, you know, there's occasional things, you know, but it's just him being a kid. It's, you know, it's just him uh asserting his independence and, and charting his course. And, you know, I'm in total allowance of him being who he is and and allowing him to be the, the adult that he wants to be as he's growing up as the child that he is. And it's just made such a difference in the way that I've parented him, having conscious tools. Um, you know, I get comments every day from people that say, wow, it's fun to be around your son. Yeah, he can come over to my house anytime, and that I think is the greatest credit a parent can ever have. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. I think it's so amazing that um, as adults and parents, we allow ourselves to have these um, these blessings called good days and bad days, but when we look at our kids or other people's kids, we expect all of them to be good days because they're kids and they're supposed to be happy and playful and jovial and, and we're giving them everything that they could possibly need. And what we forget is they may be kids, but they're also human and they have emotions and they have letdowns and they have things that need to be celebrated. And if we're constantly focused 
on the things that they're doing wrong or the ways that they're messing up or the ways that they're bringing us down. And we're not celebrating the achievements that they um, well, that they accomplish because we look at them as, well, that's simple, that's childish, you know, that's, that's common sense. When we're not celebrating those things that they do right, then those things that they do wrong just sort of compound on themselves and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and eventually that's all we see. And to me, that's what I believe the teenage years are. It's a compilation of everything that we've put on them that they've done wrong up until this point when they stopped being cute and they started messing up and talking back to us, you know, that's to me, that's what teenage years have become. But with your child and what you're doing, how amazing is it when we can celebrate them for the things that they've achieved and recognize that they're allowed to have good days and bad days, just like us. So when we come back, we are going to be talking to Jill, Julie and Lori about their contribution to the Genius Parenting Summit. Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Friends and family speak the same spiritual language as you. Are you ready to embrace the life you truly desire? Are you ready to find the courage to listen to your intuition, embrace your ancient wisdom, and live an authentic life in joy? Join Gail Carruthers, your spiritual girlfriend, Fridays at noon, Eastern Standard Time, on the Angel Radio Network, as she ignites the conversations you're longing to have. Grab a cup of tea, tune in, and finally find the answers you're looking for and the path of happiness you seek with an hour of Dishy Talk Radio for the Spiritually Hungry with Gail Carruthers, your spiritual girlfriend, here, Fridays at noon, on the Angel Radio Network, changing the world by enlightening the world, one radio show at a time. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. 
Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. I am so excited to be joined by four what I would absolutely consider soul sisters in the field of parenting because just reading through their bios, I felt an instant connection with all of these ladies. And now I'm actually getting the privilege to be able to be part of this amazing project that uh, Teresa McGuire has put together called the Genius Parenting Summit, which is taking place April 15th to the 26th. Um, joining me and Teresa on the line today is are three of the other speakers in the summit. Um, the first one is Lori Petro. Am I pronouncing that right, Lori? It's Petro, but you're Petro does it. I don't even mind. Yeah, of course. I'm just I know. Tell <laughs> it's like when people say, "Is it Tara or Tara?" I'm like, I don't really exactly. care. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever you want to call me, you'll get it eventually. Exactly, exactly. You know, if you say it loud enough in my face, I'll pay attention anyhow. <clears throat> so. <laughs> It's like going into a room and yelling mom and like six people answer you, but. Right, exactly. So Lori, you have, um, you have a lot of really personal things that you speak to as far as, I mean, you're a children's advocate and educator, which, um, I, I totally connect with and, um, you are set, you've set out to change the way that we talk to each other, which is so important, especially today. Um, I think the environment that we've created around communication has become so rude, sarcastic, and disrespectful that it amazes me that people still wonder what's wrong with our discipline that kids are the way they are today. It's not discipline. It's communication. Mm-hmm. You hit it on the head. Exactly. <laughs> It's amazing to me. So um, I love that one of the things that you are blessed with is kind of this intuition um, to really see into what's going on from a behavioral place. Um, And I love that you you spread this message that children can be raised without fear or punishment. Um, That's something that we don't talk about enough, I think. When we look at, you know, opinions online, uh, which I really should stop doing, but I can't. I'm, it's like I'm an addict. But when we look at opinions online about kids that are making poor choices and people are saying, that's because we can't spank them anymore. You know, when you could beat your kids with a belt, things were a lot better and cleaner, you know. Right. And it, who, who actually who has ever been hit that believes that? <laughs> Really, it's a lot of conditioned, conditioned thinking out there. It's amazing to me too. You know, that's why I think we feel that that bond, not even knowing knowing each other, but it's that commonality of what are we doing? What are we thinking? It's amazing, isn't it? And you know, I find that when you talk to adults who still use um, fear and control and authoritative, um, kind of corporal punishment methodologies. When you ask them why they say, because when I was punished, I deserved it. And I think to myself, that's a belief. (laughs) How do you know you deserved it? What if they had handled it differently? You would have deserved exactly. that too. <laughs> yeah. 
what are the messages that we are sending our children to grow up, that we would grow up as adults to believe that we would deserve that kind of treatment from another human being? That, yeah, that's sort of a paradigm shift that that is the crux of my mission is really to change the conventional thinking about what we need. I mean, and my work's all about relationships. It's not about any of this punitive stuff because control takes us so far. It's a very short road. And I want to bring back the relationship, removing the blame, the shame, the judgment, and the guilt that plague our everyday daily interactions. I mean, you can go to any playground, right, and hear it. It's kind of horrifying once you're really aware of it. But we're so disconnected and so desensitized to it. I mean, just watch TV, and they are – I spent a week with the Disney Channel, and I'm horrified. And no offense to to Disney, but I'm horrified the things that the children are saying. It's adult writing for children, and it's it's not it's not the way children would speak. Yeah, you know, that brings up a curious point for me. I when I was a child, I watched childish shows, and my parents had wanted to have nothing to do with them. And what I realized about three years ago was my children watch shows that I find entertaining on an adult level. And it didn't occur to me until you said that just now, I should not relate to the humor and the entertainment that my children are watching. I should understand it, but I should not be able to relate to it on an adult level. I shouldn't be getting an adult chuckle out of something that SpongeBob SquarePants says. Right. Because he's probably using some level of insult or sarcasm that I would find funny if it were in Monty Python. Yeah, that's a bigger point, especially the sarcasm, because young children don't get sarcasm. They take everything at face value. So a lot of these shows are directed to kids that are under, you know, age eight, and they're they're not picking up on those subtle nuances of humor that we as adults get. So it's not even that, you know, I don't want to put down other people's art. It's not about everybody's got the right to make, you know, art and entertainment and watch what they want. But let's look at what we're allowing in our homes, how much negativity, how much, it's like just like what you said, those insults. Are we really allowing to seep in and affect our children's perceptions and their beliefs? Because that's a filter. And then they go out and they use what they're seeing that's the, more, the biggest thing. I don't want kids going out and using those strategies that they see on TV, which really contain insult, um, control. It, there's a, that's how people get people to do things on these kids' shows, through a lot of that. And it's a perfect model right for now. everything that we don't want to create, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wow, pretty amazing. I love that. So... What do you, you, you founded a program called Teach Through Love. And so tell me basically what inspired you to start that. Teach Through Love has really gone through this huge evolution in the last 10 years because I was very, 10 years ago was sort of when I was in, I was beginning my work in child advocacy and trying to really wrap my head around what I wanted. I was working in entertainment. I was very committed to childless ways and you know, being single and artistic and doing my thing with social justice, but I didn't really have, I didn't really know what avenue I wanted to take. So I started Teach Through Love. It was really inspiration that downloaded into my head and and sort of a flash of insight. It was not planned. 
I was writing a film about emotional abuse because communication and then that verbal, you know, this culture, culture of cruelty that we've kind of created is what I was really focused on and exploring that within the family dynamic. And then Teach Through Love popped into my head, transforming the emotional abuse of children is what TEACH was the acronym for. And it just sort of had, had this natural evolution of I just started handing out uh, awareness flyers and sort of making noise about it and telling people about what I was learning. And then when I, I actually became pregnant, my husband and I got pregnant unexpectedly, but a blessed event, of course. Mm. And it sort of narrowed my journey, and I found what I really wanted to do, and it was educate parents and educators about how we can connect with kids. And so it's really changed because I still am very much about the arts and entertainment. I want to do, you know, online education that's fun and exciting and maybe get more TV programs around it, sort of veer away from the nanny programs and get to some more um, positive life, you know, a sustainable method for people into that greater media awareness. So that's that's my path, and that's what teaches there. But I I put a lot of online resources and education, you know, right on the website for people to come together and, and find that support. That's awesome. So, and what is your website? It's teachthroughlove.com. Teachthroughlove.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I am really excited about your uh, your piece on the, the Genius Parenting Summit. I think it's going to be phenomenal. And are you going to be giving parents like actual tools and things that they can use immediately or yeah yeah practical concrete steps to take when things happen when i'm really all about peaceful conflict resolution i want to move away from that you did this blame shame shame punish you know all that stuff and move to okay what was driving this poor decision how did we get to where we are, and how can we move out of it? Because that's really what we want as parents, and that's what we want to teach our kids. So I'm all about cra- uh, practical you know, things we can apply right in the moment, concrete tools. I love that. So can you, in two minutes, give me one thing that you would recommend that you parents could do like right after they listen to this show? Here's what we need to do. Whenever you have conflict with your kids, you need to take a breath. I use the teach tool. It's five steps to conflict resolution. You take a breath. You regulate yourself. Then you move in. You empathize with your kids by letting them know that you get what's happening. You don't allow behavior. You just let them know that you get what's happening. Then you acknowledge that need. It's really about finding that need that's driving behavior. What was my kid really needing? Jumping on the couch is a strategy. The need was play, fun, stimulation. Okay, then how do we meet that need in other ways, how do I show my kids that there's other alternatives? That's how we connect to problem solve instead of pushing kids away to punish. And then the last of, of that is how do we feel? Does everybody feel heard? Do we feel connected? Are we feeling like we've moved on or are we still stuck? That's how we know if we're ready to move past. A lot of times kids get stuck in emotions and then their behaviors are what show us that they're stuck, but we just look at the behavior. So the biggest piece of advice I can say is find out what's driving that behavior. Look beyond what you're seeing and say, what's that message that that behavior is sending me? And that teach tool is on my website so you can get it. That was the quick version, but it's just a, it's a PDF handout. You can hang it up. You can and just follow those steps. Really take that process. I love that. And I'm going to teach that to my kids too, because I want them to do that for me. I want my kids yep. to have the ability to stop when I'm flipping out and go, what is mom really trying to say here? Wouldn't that be an amazing thing to be able to do? 
So they thank do. you so much, Louie. Yeah, when you model that, it's so crazy how they pick it up as a tool. And they use it, it is. and that's what we want. So It's absolutely true. When we come back from this break, we're going to be talking to Julie Kleinens and Jill Hope about what they're bringing to the Genius Parenting Summit. Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. To start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is an awesome show. I'm so excited. I really... My intention was to have all of us talking at the same time. So, you know, I have two guests that have been sitting on the line for a half an hour. Her probably going, I don't even understand why she called me so early. But you guys, I, 
I think I think that letting things flow organically is usually a really good way to go because stuff comes up that you didn't plan for. And that's usually the most beautiful thing that needs to be said in that moment. So I'm kind of going to let it go the way it's going. But here's the thing. If any of you have something that you would like to share um, in a pause, please feel free to do that because, you know, all of you have so much value to bring. I'm just, I'm astounded that I got all of you on the phone at the same time, to be quite honest with you. So <clears throat> anyway, with that being said, my, the next person that I would like to speak to is Julie Kleinens, and she is a certified law of attraction coach, which is awesome. That is kind of like the foundation of stop raising Einstein. So that's pretty cool. Teaching kids about the law of attraction it's phenomenal. It will take you to places in your relationship with your kids that you never imagined you could go. Um, she is a confidence and an empowerment coach for teens and young adults and their parents. And she's the founder of mind Focus generation and the creator of super empowerment system. Um, she was a high school teacher, so she really knows what she's talking about. And she works with teens and young people to release their negative self image and beliefs. And you know, that's, really does seem to be kind of a recurring theme, I think, that we're starting to realize as enlightened citizens and humans that a lot of what drives our um, decisions and actions and behaviors is negative beliefs. And so, you know, if you're feeling sad or you're feeling depressed or you're feeling angry or you're feeling controlling or out of control, um, you need to find one of these ladies you know, or someone that does this that you trust. And I think these ladies are like the cream of the crop. But anyway, find someone that can help take you through a process to find out where those beliefs came from and what they are and get past them because it's going to open up a whole new world for you in the way of parenting and self-esteem and accomplishment for yourself too. Um, so Julie, I talked about you enough. Now I want to hear about what your message and mission and purposes and all of how that relates to the Genius Parenting Summit. Great. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I so have to do this. That was easy. <laughs> because when you said about the gift of ease, I just resonated with that because I have my easy button right here. Because anytime I get in that place where I'm worrying or overthinking things, I look at my button and I just, you know, that was easy. Get me back into alignment and have fun with things. Because the one thing that I realize and I recognize I started my career as a high school teacher in 2000, and during this time, I was also a mentor to kids at school that were struggling academically, socially, and emotionally. And I realized that nobody was at ease. The teachers weren't at ease. The kids weren't at ease. Schools focused so much on academics, and while academics are important, education needs to be about the whole child, not just their brain and the left side of the brain, for that matter. And what I saw happening with an overwhelming majority of kids out there in, that I was teaching and in the entire high school was that it all comes down to they're not, they're not valuing who they are. They think in one way or another that they're not okay, whatever that means to them. And they don't trust themselves, and they don't feel that they're supported in their dreams. 
And I also saw how many kids chose to use drugs and are becoming addicted to pill popping. It's it's seriously an issue out there, and I don't think that many people realize the number of kids that are are taking drugs and pill popping, it's overwhelming. And unfortunately, in the school that I taught at, which, by the way, is considered a top school on Long Island, it's a middle to upper middle class school district. Well, over the past five years or so, there have been over 20 students, over 20 students that were in the high school at the time or had graduated high school in recent years that have died from suicide, drug overdoses, Mm. or accidents related to drugs and alcohol. Over 20. It's overwhelming. And that is not normal. And it keeps happening, Tara. Every three to five months, we hear of another tragic story from this one community. And, in fact, I just attended the wake of a former student two weeks ago. So, you know, and prior to this, there was another death in December and one in October and August. Clearly, our kids are sending us strong messages that what we are doing is not working. We need to make a radical change in our approach to raising and educating our kids. We can't keep blaming and fighting and scratching our heads and continuing business as usual. It's not working. And I I decided in uh, 2010 that I was going to take this work and bring it, my message out there in an even bigger way and in what I call heart-based learning. And, you know, it, it just goes along with everything each one of you ladies are talking about here today. It really is the message of connecting with our kids. And what I discovered and what the students taught me about what they feel and what they're struggling with has inspired me to do this because when young people truly understand their unique value and that they're here to shine their light and bring their dreams into manifestation, they're going to thrive. And as a result, we all will thrive. So that's my passion. That's my purpose. And I am here to help parents, adults, teachers, and anyone involved in the lives of young people to help them bring this out in the kids that they work with or kids that are their own children because it's just amazing when they understand how to work with the universe, how to work with the law of attraction, how to work with your your innermost self and and get rid of those limiting beliefs and replace them with beautiful beliefs that, that support what you want to do and what you want to create. It's amazing how your life turns around. It, it's a gift. I so I love everything that you said. <laughs> it's kind of funny because um, Teresa and I, as I said, we were talking earlier today, and it's amazing to me how many parents are just parenting based on the way they were parented. And they don't stop and think about all the things that have changed and all the pressures that we put on kids today and that they don't, that the light bulb doesn't go on to say, I can't, I can't go with the status quo. I can't go with what mom and dad did because I'm not, my kids aren't living in my childhood. You know, we have testing today that is totally um, takes precedent over social skills, over, you know, the, the needs and desires and deficiencies and the excellence of the child. Mm-hmm. It's insane. You know? it's, 
it, it's it, amazing. It is insanity. It really is it insanity. Is. It is insanity. You know, I, I, the, the no child left behind, I think they should call it no child allowed to excel. Oh, yeah. I mean, in teachers, <laughs> the majority of teachers that go into the profession, they go into the profession with intentions to love and help kids, and they are bombarded with these standardized tests and all this red tape, and uh, there's no time to do anything. And when I was a teacher, I just loved the mentoring aspect that I didn't care. I procrastinate on my grades. It didn't matter because I wanted to reach out to kids that needed help. Who cares about the grade when something inside a child is going on that is making them decide whether or not they're going to take drugs or make um, a poor choice that's going to affect the rest of their life? And we really need to stop and slow down and be present and think about the needs and connecting with with our kids. We're not robots, but yet our schools are raising our kids to be robots. We are based in this education model that is so outmoded. It's a modern form of the industrial industrial revolution type of education. It's just more, a more modern version of that. We are, we are pumping out workforce people that are going to conform to the standards that we want them and think that they should adhere to to just go out there in society and be robots. And it's just so insane and it needs to stop. <laughs> it it does really need does. to stop. It's so, and you know what I would love? I would love to promote this summit to teachers as well. Um, and here's why, I mean, I realize that a lot of teachers are parents and vice versa, but that's not my point. My philosophy is that if someone has my child in their care for seven and a half to 10 hours a day, depending on after school care, they are essentially co-parenting my child. And if the person who is co-parenting my child is not allowed to take a personal interest in my child, that's what's failing. You know, I, I don't think it's fair mm -hmm. to say that the teachers are failing our kids. The administration is failing the teachers. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know? it's the system. It's the system, and the kids would, the kids would express these things to me. They know that's the thing. The kids know that the system is broken and it doesn't work, and they complain and they're shut down by administrators and and some teachers by saying, "Sit down, do what you have to do. This is the way it is. Stop complaining. What's wrong with you?" And we're not looking at the feedback. You know, like like Laurie says, you know, behavior is a form of communication. So what is this behavior in? all of our children telling us and why are we not paying attention why are we dismissing this as kids will be kids and they don't like school and you know kids these days what's wrong with them no they're mm. giving us a clear message and nothing could be more clear that that it's not working that when our kids you know the bullying epidemic and i can't wait to hear what jill has to say about that I the know. drugs that are going on with all our kids it is not normal we need to change if we want to to survive in this world the kids are our future and if we don't do something to radically shift the way we're approaching raising and educating our kids it, it's we're gonna you know, fail them yeah we're gonna fail in a big way sure. when we come back we've saved hope for last so we're gonna be talking to jill hope when we return Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back.
Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Do your friends and family speak the same spiritual language as you? Are you ready to embrace the life you truly desire? Are you ready to find the courage to listen to your intuition, embrace your ancient wisdom, and live an authentic life in joy? Join Gail Carruthers, your spiritual girlfriend, Fridays at noon, Eastern Standard Time, on the Angel Radio Network, as she ignites the conversations you're longing to have. Grab a cup of tea, tune in, and finally find the answers you're looking for and the path of happiness you seek with an hour of Dishy Talk Radio for the Spiritually Hungry with Gail Carruthers, your spiritual girlfriend, here Fridays at noon on the Angel Radio Network, changing the world by enlightening the world, one radio show at a time. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. We are back with the amazing panel from the Genius Parenting Summit, GPS, that's going to be going on between April 15th and 26th. And it's uh, head, headed up by our first guest that was talking today, Teresa McGuire. We are ending our show with hope. Woohoo! <laughs> Jill, I have to tell everybody that you were actually the first person on the line. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one to talk. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's uh it just kind of worked out that way. So I'm I'm certain that there's going to be something uh amazing that happens like fireworks, I don't know, whatever. But <clears throat> I have to tell you that when I read your bio, I felt like I was reading the bio of my my soul sister. It's it, it's you and I are so in sync with what we believe. And I just am so excited to have this conversation with you. Um, you're a parenting transformation coach, a motivational speaker, a writer. Um, your website is called ishinekids.com. And I, that, I love that iShine thing. That just really resonates with me. Um, I love that your work is based on helping busy moms to bring out the best in themselves and their kids and to shine their inner light in the world. And I, you talk about um, the different unique programs that you've created around this I Shine concept, uh, some of them being the Powerful Girl Within and uh, Child Self-Esteem Bully Proof. 
I would love for you to share with the audience um, just where this started and where it's going and just enlighten us as to you know, all the brilliance that you bring to the world. <laughs> well, thanks for that, Tara. Um, you know, where it really started from was back when I was an eight-year-old girl. And I, my parents put me in, or really it was my mom, put me in some kind of a class. It was me and my brother. And she would drop us off at this woman's house and pick us up after about an hour. And all I remember about this class is that I would leave her house feeling so good inside. And I, to this day, I don't know what we learned there, but I'm pretty sure that she was teaching us things that were helping us to feel empowered from the inside. And not long after that, we only did these classes for about six months, and honestly, my mom, you know, she, she barely even remembers that we were doing this. Um, but I was bullied. I had this bullying experience, and what happened was I was riding my bike to school back when you could do that when you were eight years old, and um, there was this bully that was, he was this known bully in our neighborhood, and he lived a few streets away, and, you know, I would ride my bike around the neighborhood, but I would never go down his street because, you know, ooh, you never knew what Joe was going to do, and it was scary, and so I stayed away. And so I was riding my, my bike to school one day by myself, and I turned the corner, and I heard this commotion behind me, and I looked over my shoulder, and here comes Joe and his, you know, little gang that he hung out with. And my thought was, well, this should be interesting. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> and so I kept on riding, and Joe himself comes up to me, and he's riding really, really close to me, sort of like how when someone wants to intimidate you, and he was riding mm. my speed, you know, he slowed down, and it, he was riding so close that I sort of got a little shaky, and I went into the gutter, and I fell. And, you know, initially, because I fell and he was still going, he went a few yards ahead of me, and then he stopped. And I, he turned around, and he was coming back to me. And I remember thinking, you know, now what's going to happen? And he comes over to me, and he looked me in the eyes. I was still on the ground. He looked me in the eyes, and he said, are you okay? <gasps> and bullies don't do that. <laughs> that wow. was not a normal bullying experience. And the thing is, when I was that eight-year-old girl, I knew that. I knew something had just happened. And I really believe it's because how I, it was how I felt on the inside that created that. Because when I, I didn't think of this at the time, but when I look back on, on that moment, and I remember it like it happened yesterday, um, I remember not at once, not one time did I feel like there was anything wrong with me because Joe had picked me to bully. And most wow. don't feel that way. They feel mm. like there must be something wrong with me because I was bullied. I attributed it all to Joe. I remember even thinking, oh, you know, that's just Joe. That's what he does. I never thought it said anything about me. So fast forward to when I became a parent, I thought, you know, that class, whatever I was taught, it was so <laughs> empowering, and it really stayed with me. And, you know, I did sort of grow up feeling bully-proof. And, and, you know, I, I was never, ever bullied again, ever. You know, I was a waitress, and there's always a bully waitress, you know, in the restaurant. They never, ever touched me, and I was a, a pretty shy person, so possibly a good target. And um, 
So when I had my own child, I thought, I've got to find a program like that. Surely there's something out there for him, you know, that, or at least for me, so that I can learn how to teach these concepts that I do understand at an adult level to a child. And I could not find anything remotely close to what I was looking for. So I started to take, I'd been studying personal development for about 20, well, maybe 15 years prior to that. And so I started, I had a pretty good foundation and understanding of these concepts and, you know, universal law. And so I started to just myself figure out how I was going to share this stuff with my son. And we were getting these remarkable results. I mean, he's just an amazing child. And when Teresa was talking about her 14-year-old, you know, my son is 11 now, and I can already see and, and envision that that's how it will be when he's 14. Um, you know, he's just growing into be such a responsible, uh, you know, just amazing person. And so I, I decided I'm going to just, I have to go big with this. I've got to get these tools out to parents because when you can empower a child, you know, if, if every child could feel that way on the inside, there would not be bullying. I really, really mm. believe that. I agree with you a thousand percent. We were talking, Teresa and I were just talking about that this morning, that if you, if every child had the acceptance and understanding and trust in their own brilliance, and what is unique and wonderful about them, there would be no reason to bully, and you would be bully-proof, to your, to your point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh, I love that. And I Me wish too. we could do that for each other, too. <laughs> oh, my God. This is great. <clears throat> it's just so... Uh, it, it's almost so commonsensical that it's funny. <laughs> But yet, but yet it's not funny because enough people aren't getting it yet. So you almost have to wonder, you know, because it, it made me think when you were talking, Jill, because my children, there is a, a kid that we know that is a known bully. And when he comes to our house, conversations are negative. They're never negative. We don't, um, it's not that we don't allow it or that we, um, that we just that we um, punish it. We don't do that kind of stuff in our house, but we just avoid it or, you know, move past it or whatever. We try to have positive conversations when we're in our home. And it's funny because when they talk about this one kid, they don't say, oh, well, this person did so-and-so and that's why he bullied them or whatever. They say that's just who he is. And I often think to myself, who created that first? Like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, did something happen? Was there a conflict and he was given that label and now he feels the need to own it? Or was he raised to believe that there's not enough good about you, you've got to control every situation, and you've got to make yourself more powerful than people or they won't respect you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's such a tough one. Um, you know, I, I I really do believe that, you know, when the, the whole power thing, it, when we don't feel that we have authentic power and when we don't really know who we are, you know, and, and that, that comes from the conditioning of our how our parents condition us. We, we really lose touch with 
who we really are and, and that sense of empowerment in our lives, you know, that can be manifested in, in different ways. It can come out as someone, you know, the child, as you talked about, who needs to find that sense of power in their life. You know, because they don't feel it inside. But it also can be manifested in, in the victim just not feeling worthy of even having power and just freely giving it up to the bully. So it's almost, so you're kind of, in, a, in essence, what you're saying is some of these kids manifest being the victim just as some kids manifest being the bully. Yeah, I think it comes from the same, the same place, but different kids have, have different ways of expressing it. They're either going to express the, the victim side of that coin or the bully side of that coin. You know, and actually, you know, we know and statistics show that a very large percentage of kids who have been bullied become bullies because they're, they're sort of lacking the same thing on the inside. Right. They're, yeah. And it's, you know, it's trying to gain back that power that you lost. Mm-hmm. You know, Wow. How amazing. I am so excited to hear from every single one of you. I mean, I, I know that I'm kind of part of this, the summit, but I'm really just as excited to listen to each one of your talks just to, you know, get tools that I can use. I, I think that Teresa and I were talking about this this morning too. I think that we spend so much time holding a measuring stick up to everybody else's techniques and, and thoughts and beliefs and opinions and kind of dashing them and, and cutting them down and, and criticizing them that we don't allow ourselves to see the helpful, brilliant ideas that are out there that we could use. I, I used the example this morning that, you know, it's like you don't go into your girlfriend's house and go, oh, my God, I can't believe you decorate like that, you know, or, oh, my God, I can't believe you baked your cake like that. You go, oh, my gosh, I really like that pillow or, oh, I really love those cookies. And then you find out where did you buy that or how did you make that? So if we would put that same emphasis into other people's parenting styles, instead of saying, I don't like that you do that, so I don't want to be your friend anymore, try saying things like, Wow, that's brilliant, and I want to learn how to do that. I thank you guys so much for being on the show today. I am really excited for everyone who's listening to go and listen to the Genius Parenting Summit. You can go to GeniusParentingSummit.com. Just remember GPS, April 15th to the 26th, and you will hear all of these ladies and all of their unique brilliance and take a little piece or a little nugget from every one of them, and you will be a brilliant parent that you were meant to be too. Thanks so much for joining us and have a great week. Keep playing. Principles your own. Love unconditionally, give freely, laugh openly, learn daily, grow immensely, and of course.